Hi! On Love & Hip Hop Atlanta, we have double-ended dildos flying around. Then, on Friends & Family Hustle, we meet Tiny's alter ego, Ryder. Over on Black Ink, Sky is trying to mend all the fences. And on Drag Race, we swan dive into the comments. VH100, the podcast starts right now. you were flashing your tits. Welcome to VH100, the official podcast for all things VH1 and BTW. If you haven't subscribed or commented, do it, boo. My name is Easy Manoli. And I'm Lejeune, excited about yet another episode of VH100, the podcast. So if you want to get in on the conversation, make sure you use the hashtag VH100 podcast and talk that talk with us. Oh, speaking of talking... How are you doing? I'm good. Are you? Always happy to see your face. I know, me you know? too. But you know what I'm not happy about? Mm. This band-aid on your knee. What's good? Or <laughs> <laughs> is mommy bouncing on her busted bed again? Or Right, listen, I w- it wasn't that type of knee situation. I had a little boo-boo today. I was have these wide leg pants on. It's all spring and I was trying to be all cute, put these pants on. I literally <laughs> bust my ass the same way this time last year in these same pants. And oh. as I was going down, I was like, these are the pants. <laughs> Were you just I was running. I, I was trying to, like, I, I was walking. I could have probably waited, but I felt like I needed to cross the street at that very moment. So I sort of did a little scurry and, a, like, a truck was coming. <gasps> but it was way far back. It was way far back. Like, I didn't almost get hit when I fell, but I was like, oh, let me scurry across the street because I'm cute. But only I, like, fell in the middle of the street and bust my knee. Like, it was bad. Did the truck stop? Oh, my God. It's messed up, and summertime is almost here. So now, I mean, not even summertime, but spring, and it's time to bust those skirts out. And now I have a jammy, like a child, on my knee. And it's a serious situation. Like, I, yeah. I saw white meat. All right. Well, sorry. Well, I mean. And then, but other than that, <laughs> other than that, everything's been real cute. My son just turned six. He had a birthday party. Happy birthday. And he went on a field trip the day of his birthday, which is cool. Isn't that cool? Don't you wish that you could have gone on a field trip the day of your birthday? I mean, obviously. It's where did you, got, where'd you go? To the Hall of Science. The New York Hall of Science is popping there. Oh, okay. We like it there. And so, yeah, that was that was cute. All that stuff. I was been busy in and out of L.A. this week. Been doing some, um, producing a casting special. We did one in New York and then the next day we were in LA and so I was literally in that morning out in the red eye I remember watching your Instagram stories and I thought there she is on the plane yet again right I need to like update this these Instagram stories I've been just running around so fast I okay all right so you're booked and busy booked and busy okay yeah no I'm just focusing on my personal life because I have (laughs) sounds gypsy (laughs) not really when you're hanging out with your mother but yeah because she's moving out of her house so we had to move some things and um, she's moving to Delaware it's a nice little place called Rehoboth Beach and where is she now Pennsylvania. Okay. So we had to move some belongings from Pennsylvania to Rehoboth. And obviously we thought, okay, well, we're here for the night. We might as well go out. So we went out and we went out. She mm. showed her ass. Not like actually showed her ass. You Not know what literally. I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She showed out. <laughs> she showed out. She Man, showed that out. woman likes to pound some vodka club sodas, but that's okay. Love her. <laughs> but no, it was a lovely time with the mother, but I am actually like you, Eugene, taking a page out of your book mm. and flying out to Oh, LA. I'm like, you're getting a new bed too? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't need My bed is so great. Oh, okay. I had somebody in there the other night and Ooh. he thought it was great too. Anyhow. Okay. <laughs> 
I'm gonna be. I'm flying. We'll sidebar about that after the show. What is that? Like three minutes that it took to get sexual, but that's fine. Right. Uh, but I'm going out to LA for Dear Mama, which mm-hmm. is an upcoming special on VH1, celebrating all oh, mothers. Yes. So yeah, I'm Real catching cute. flights. Coach class, not feelings. Me too. Same. On that? Same. <laughs> so, all right. So that's enough about us. Right. Last week, we did a fun little thing called the Pop Culture Pop Quiz. Yes. Which is a new segment because, you know, before we get into the whole love and hip hop, Atlanta and Black Ink and Drag Race, I just want to see what's going on with you. I'm going to try attention. not to holler in you guys' ears this week. Oh, uh, okay. It's fine. You were just very, very excited. I'm but very competitive. I'm just going to quiz you on these alleged... Celebrity gossip. We still haven't figured out what the repercussions are if Lejeune gets something wrong. But like I said last week, use hashtag VH100podcast and give us some suggestions. Keep it light and cute, folks. Okay. uh, So are you ready for it? I am. This is going to be interesting. Yeah. All right. I'm as ready as I'm going to be. This rapper recently reunited with his father after 23 years, saying the past is the past and the present is all we have to rely on. Seems like they are all good amigos now. Oh, yes. Offset. Yes! Yes! Next one. Yes! This fist-pumping beauty is allegedly dating a 24-year-old after sharing a photo of herself snuggling up with Boo. It made everybody go, wow. She's she's from the Jersey Shore. No. You said fist-pumping. No, I was being sarcastic. Oh, shit. Um, I'm sorry. I wasn't listening. It made everyone go, wow. You, You have to start. Oh, wow. Jay, oh. You're there. You Jay Will? Yeah. Oh, okay. Damn, I was going to say that, but I felt like you were saying, no, no, bitch. It's not true. No, your... trust the God. Trust okay, the God. Trust right. the God. Okay. This comedian is catching a lot of heat after posting a meme of Whitney Houston captioned with some questionable words oh. that has Bobby Brown up in arms. Bobby is about to throw a rock. Um, who? Comedian. Oh. A rock. Comedian. Come on. Comedian. All right. Um, Kevin Hart? No. Think of- <laughs> Rock is his last name. Oh, Chris. Yes, Christopher Rock. Rock. Your clues are so good, and I'm over here trying to Google and miss them. I saw you. I was I'm to- over here missing the clues because I'm trying to go. I'm like, I heard this. Whitney. Uh, I was trying to Harvard. hit out your laptop, too. Comedian. All right, moving okay, on. Sorry. Ariana Grande may have headlined this year's Coachella, but everyone is buzzing about her petic gingivisto matatis. Oh. I don't know if I pronounced that right, but think about it. Everybody was buzzing about her petic gingivisto matatis. Over, over 1,000 cases. Oh, yeah. I heard about this because it's all over the pop cultures right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Herpes. What? There was a herpes outbreak from this year's Coachella. <laughs> what? Wait, can we talk about this? Can we t- if you want, yeah. I don't know how people get together to figure out that there is a herpes outbreak, but apparently right. following the festival, there's been over a thousand cases reported of herpes. But, you know. What? The- <laughs> it just happens that quick? I'm just trying to take that Ariana shine. You know what I'm saying? Nah, this is crazy. So what did what did she say about it? No, she didn't say anything. No, all right, let's be yeah, clear. Yeah, reread that clue. Yeah, no, I said Ariana. Ru- this is how rumors get started. No, hello. <laughs> get off that damn laptop. <laughs> Ariana may have headlined this year's Coachella, but everyone oh. is buzzing about <sighs> her petic <sighs> ginger. <laughs> See, 
See, no, 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 miss. See, this is what happens when you don't listen, folks. No, you're right. Pay attention in school, kids. No, it's because I'm so... I just want to get be right so bad. As soon as you say Ariana Grande, I'm like... What did I hear about? Yeah, that's called the curveball. All right, next up. This love and hip-hop star is letting Nashville know... Even though she isn't invited, she is here and she is the next Taylor Swift. It's not a motherfucking joke. It's a motherfucking truth. This loving hip-hop star? Yes. Yes. Came a show. Yeah. Yeah, Sometimes I know. All right. I got two more for you. Allegedly... R. Kelly missed a court hearing in a sexual abuse lawsuit. Oh, no. And his team is saying this is the reason why he was a no-show. Uh-oh. Now, according to the Lifetime documentary, right. according to them, he would use this to try to reel girls in. It's mm. a insecurity that he has, and it made him seem, you know, is human, quote-unquote. His inability to read? Yes! Yeah. <laughs> said it was his, he can't he cannot read due to his learning disability. Yeah, that's hard. That was hard. I know. All right, and then last up, Lala Kent and Emmett Randall from Vanderpump Rules found themselves beefing with this guy who Randall accidentally calls Fofty. Oh. And he's always talking about getting a strap. Get the strap. <laughs> 50 cent. Ba-bam! Yeah, there's a lot of beef going on over there. A lot of beef. He's posting a lot of receipts, a lot of screenshots. He's good at that. Like, he's the king of, like, how to have receipts and clubhouse. And all that fun stuff. All right, so that was the Pop Culture Pop Quiz. That was cute. Did I get any wrong? I struggled. I struggled with some. I focus so much on trying to get you to the answer that I keep forgetting to write if you get them right. So clearly week two fail on trying to... Either if you get something wrong, have right. some repercussions, but that's all right. All right, all right. So, all right, let's get into Black Ink Crow. Let's. Uh, we had the season finale, and we were making it rain with apologies this episode. Yes, we Teddy were. Teddy and Tati. Tati and Crystal, and of course, Caesar and Alex. Mm-hmm. And it really was making me laugh when Caesar and Alex were having their moment, because literally... Everyone's hanging out of a car. Right. So Sky's like in the sunroof or whatever the hell that's called. They're outside of the roof and then Donna pops up and it was just like making me laugh because I've always wanted to do that. Right. It was like that show. Do you remember that show when the kids would like pop? No. They would be like like in the open. They'd be coming out of different doors and looking down and be like, hey, yeah. I don't know. Sorry. Whatever. (laughs) Childhood moment obviously didn't. It's we fine. Get much much right. So right. yeah, that, so that made me laugh. But you know, Alex really does lay it down that he's never disrespected Caesar or Teddy, and for them to pull some quote unquote sucker shit, and for y'all to be as old as you are, I expect you to have more wisdom and knowledge than me. No, he laid it down. I was really impressed by how he was able to like stick to the facts and not really be in his emotions. Yeah, he was really articulate about his feelings, and I really respect that because a lot of times you have situations and you have obvious points of how someone violated your trust or violated in your friendship and it's not till after the friendship that you're like oh i should have said this why was i so busy calling him a bitch yeah (laughs) he was very composed he was he was very composed and and i loved it and that's why it really caught me off guard when donald tried to like well yeah because caesar then says like i admit for getting out of character and i apologize and that he's even saying you know i may have let my ego go in the way but then all of a sudden Donna interjects, even though Sky said, let the men talk. It was such a real moment that they were having. I just don't understand. Like, to me, I feel like 
that's not the type of mate you want to look for. You want to look for a mate that wants to encourage you to keep the peace, not add fuel to the fire, right? Yeah. Over so, jackets. Over jackets. Right? Because if they're making amends, that is a situation that can be addressed later. That's not a situation that's worth continuing this beef, this huge beef. I don't I know. know. That was yeah. a bit much. And I was like, oh, I was initially feeling Sky should have left Donna away if she wanted to do this. Or maybe the both of them should have gone and got drinks somewhere. Right. And let the guys, let the guys talk hash first. It out, which they then, were. They right. almost got to that point. But then the jackets came into play. And the I was jackets. just like, damn, I want to get a free jacket if it's causing all this ruckus. Here's my jacket theory. What kind theory. of jacket is this? Here's my jacket theory. My jacket theory is I don't think that Caesar ever went to the jacket shop and was popping junk. I really don't. I think that what happened is that homeboy was like, he heard about the beef at the jacket shop, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, these are two less people I have to give free jackets to. <laughs> if I'm just As like... To one. Right. If he, if I'm just like, oh yeah, I know you guys got this beef and it's making it a little hotter for me. I can't really mess with this bad business. You yeah. know, I don't think Caesar went and tried to like stop the, the coke. I think Coke Connect dude is like, I'm giving away too many free coats. Oh, damn. I gotta cut two people off the list. That's what I. I'm so the jeans throwing Coke Connect dude under the bus. I'm just saying, that's the alleged tea alleged. From, from me. Because I don't know the truth, obviously, but that's my theory. <laughs> but Alex, you know, uh, later on in the episode, he does seem to regret bringing up the free coats. He's like, man, why did I do that? And he and was he... about to regret talking to Donna again. He's uh, yeah. like, <laughs> You always getting me into some more drama. But I was very proud of Caesar this episode because me too. damn, like he really, really opened up. Yeah, he like, really opened I, I up. I don't feel like we've ever seen him this vulnerable. No, before. I don't think that anyone has, not just us. Like, <laughs> just like everybody in the world. I don't think Caesar has ever seen him. Yeah, because he was vulnerable. even like, How he, could you trust anyone after you love someone with all your heart and then it's just gone when that, he was talking about Yeah, that that that's why the the ending kind of blew me a little bit yeah. just because I was like, oh, wow, he's ready to have this conversation. Yeah, and we're talking about, you know, the scene with Duchess. Well, quote-unquote fake Duchess. Yeah. She didn't actually <laughs> show up, but Sky is... But wait, the whole time, I don't. do you guys remember when I was telling Easy last week that it's Duchess coming back? The whole time, I was like, I told Easy, I told her. Yeah, you sure and did. And then... Boy, did I see at the uh, end. Yeah. <laughs> we need to do, like, a retracting episode because also you said that throwing Donna into the mix was too soon. Right, right. And then look what happened there. Yeah. That's all right. We'll do another podcast where we're retracting everything that we ever right. said. But I feel like Sky, outside of being a fashion designer, is, like, a really good lawyer because she convinced Caesar and got him ready to confront Duchess, quote-unquote Duchess. Is that a lawyer, or I just feel like she's more of, like, some sort of, like, spiritual guide. Like, I don't know. Like, you have to be able to tap into someone on an emotional level to get them to see past resentment that strong. Yeah, that's true. But then also, he's sort of at a breaking point, and he's like, something's got to give. I'm just going to mess with Sky right now. We'll just do whatever Sky says because yeah, he's like nah. everything's going down. <laughs> but she also like convinced him to do a whole apology in front of like the whole group. That was amazing because it's one thing to apologize once, but when the way that Donna and Alex acted, it could have been easy for Caesar to be like, fuck it. Yeah, true. <laughs> and then the moment that it was happening where everyone thought that Duchess was coming up, I loved it because you saw Puma looking out the window and you saw Teddy looking out the window. Like, oh, my God, what's going on? What's going on? And then the entire time she's smiling. So that's where I was like, oh, okay, something's going left here because she would I, she would be freaking out too. Right, because she kept saying, wait till y'all see this. But honestly, I just thought that she, she was saying that because she saw how 
emotional and how vulnerable he got in the conversation and that because you know Puma was like this is a bad idea so they were thinking that it was going to be like a catastrophe and I thought Sky was like no guys this is going to be beautiful just like everything else I've done yeah we're in LA yes everything is zen (laughs) so what was not zen (laughs) is unfortunately the whole Tati and Toki thing but Tati did get a little zen moment when Crystal apologized yeah, that was or, nice. Sorry, that when was, Tati yeah. apologized to Crystal, apologies there. And she was just like, you know, I just feel like I'm begging this guy to talk to me and he's giving everything that I want to someone else. So I thought that was very big of her to say that kind of quote to Crystal and acknowledging like, yo, it was my insecurity that made me come at you like that. Yeah, it was big of her. She had to do something to be real. Like at the end of the day, despite feelings, this is a workplace too. Yeah. And she is um, like... A boss lady at the shop, so yeah, you can't hello. carry on like that. So I'm glad that she stepped to the plate and did what she had to do before I had to call HR and be like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but you know who's about to do something is our receptionist, Toki. So Toki was Ooh. really in her feelings that Crystal didn't tell her everything was good with Tati now. And Toki definitely had some things to say about it and then some. So this is where we're going to bring in VHASMR. Because things got very heated between Toki and Tati yet again. They went from zero to 100 real quick. And I was like, girl, what just happened? Yeah, it did. So um, who do you want to be, Toki or Tati? I'm going to be Tati. You're going to be Tati? Okay. So this is VHASMR. Who do you do? Oh, sorry. (laughs) What do you do for the shop other than suck? Daddy's dick. Toki. No. No, 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 no. Shut up. What the fuck do you do? Stand back. What the fuck do you do? That was I like when we do that because it really does calm me down. Same. <laughs> so after that scene, Kitty does try to calm Toki down, but she ends up quitting Toki. She's like, find another damn receptionist. <laughs> and she was like, I'm out. Climbs up the stairs. Bye, boo. I'm sure you'll get a great receptionist job someplace else. Oh, sure. Well, we won't know because we'll find out in the next season because that was the season finale. Right. No, no. Doom, doom, doom. I'm not being a hater, but that was just out of line. I just feel like, why why are you personally so mad that these two made up? Do you want Crystal to have beef? Is this some, like, the beef, it seems, is bigger. Yeah. No, there's something, yeah. And we need to get to the bottom of, ultimately, why she's so mad at Tati. Investigator Lejeune right. coming in. Because we're going to have to play black 
Ink Clue again. I know. I love Black Ink Clue. What her deal is. Black Ink Clue is when we try to figure Ooh, out what's going out in Black Ink. we can play that because you know while we wait for the next cycle, we can talk about, we can try to figure out what Tati's problem is. I mean, not Tati, what Toki's problem is. Yeah. And then we'll find out if it's true next season. And I could be like, told you! Right and then, if not, then we'll do the retractment oh, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, with the closing of Black Ink New York, obviously, we're all excited about the return of Black Ink Crew Chicago. Right. But don't get too excited because I'm hearing that it's coming back on June 4th. So, that means we're moving to Tuesday nights okay. now instead of Wednesday nights. So, get every get pumped up. that. Get pumped up. <laughs> so... Also tonight, we had a brand new episode of Martha and Snoop's Potluck Party Challenge. Octavia Spencer was on Team Martha. Fergie was on Team Snoop. We had guest judges Toya Wright and Rumor Willis. They played a cute little game called Ma Mosa. Yeah, they Where they did. had some fun questions. So I feel like we should play the game, Lejeune, and just see what our moms know and what they do not know about us. All right. Are you into it? I am. All right, let's do it. So, Lejeune. Your mom would freak out if she found out blank about you. Ooh. Rumor played it safe, and she talked about a tattoo, but here, I, I could go first if you want. Yeah, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Um, My mom actually got a little up in arms listening to this podcast, finding out when I lost my virginity. Oh, wow. Because she was like, what? You have to tell the whole world that you lost your virginity while your grandmother was going to church? And I was like... Oh, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, so I was all, sorry, Ma. Honestly, but I did warn her. I said, be careful. There's some <laughs> revelations that happen. Right. There. You warned her. You did, you did your I due did diligence. I did my due diligence. due diligence. I think that my mom would freak out if she found out that I wasn't a virgin. Ah, but you had a kid. <laughs> what did she think? <laughs> You're like the virgin Lejeune? Yeah. Really? That's what I told her. Shut up. No, I'm just joking. Oh, I was like, this. <laughs> like what are you I talking about? I couldn't think of anything good. Oh, uh, that's all right. Oh, you want to move on to the next question, or is there Yeah, anything? let's move on. I'm going to continue to think about what my mom would freak out if she didn't know about me. Okay. So, do you think your mom is a freak or a good girl? Was a freak, actually. Let's talk about her in her younger age. Right. I mean, younger age and older age, my mom was a good girl. And, in fact, hearing stories about my mom and how she, like, kept it tight, I feel like helped me growing up okay. not be a fast ass because I wanted to get a guy like my dad because my dad always talked about like how my mom wasn't really giving it up and he was like my oh, dad damn. yeah so listen this is what happened my dad was like really really fly he Some was like really, dirty laundry flying right, out here he was my dad was like really handsome sexy fly guy all the ladies know it knew it then know it now <laughs> and you know he told me this story and he was to, used to tell me the story all the time he was like you know we were going out with the guys me him, my uncle Kevin, this other guy, and he was like, "We're gonna go meet up with the project girls." That was my mom. They, she was in the projects. Oh, and I was like, okay. He was like, he just ended up getting stuck with my mom, and then everybody else was like, you know, thing, 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 and he wasn't getting that. But they kept talking and came had this formed this bond. And my dad wasn't used to females telling him, nah. And so, like, that's something that really resonated with me. And I was always like, oh, I'm not going to be your little statistic or your number. I'm going to be different or whatever. I'm going to be like my mom. And, you know, I don't know. And I also have reason to believe that. I honestly, I don't know. I don't feel like my mom has never given head. I don't know. But I don't know if that's true. That that's just like something else. That, that's just alleged. Uh, that's a, that's the alleged. Tea. That's the alleged. Thing. But you know, she was a good girl, and and that made me want to 
not hop on just any old thing. Any old dick. No, I get yeah. it because <laughs> I sometimes think about that too. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm not going to be another statistic, another notch in their belt. Right. Ah, but then, the notch on the belt. I drink like a tequila <laughs> with love soda. Tequila. And then the lights are a little low. And, and you know, I'm like, do I got cataracts? I'm not really sure. So I'm just like, he's looking fine and divine over there. <laughs> so then a little makeup session happens by accident. But by that's okay. accident. Uh, I do feel like my mom was a freak when Ooh, she was younger. Let your freakness be your weakness. Yeah, that's what Snoop said. In that <laughs> when oh, Toya like said her mom. That. Toya said her mom was a freak. I do love that. Oh, yeah. man. Uh, but yeah, she would tell me some fun stories that she had like, one of the dates that my dad and her went on, she when they were done, she brought my father back to his family shirtless. Oh. And they were like, okay. And she's like, gotta go. And that's it. That's cute. Because I, I wouldn't cute. have gone inside. If he didn't have a shirt on, they wouldn't have seen me. <laughs> well, they knew that they were out together. So Ooh. there's that too. It's all right. Right. <laughs> Look at the great kids that they made today. It's so amazing, right? <laughs> Ta-da. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so before we get into Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, Lejeune, remind everybody how they can get it. Pop in with us. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you'd like to get in on the conversation, use that hashtag VH100podcast. Okay, so Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. We're pulling every heartstring this episode between Carly's unfortunate miscarriage to Akbar V talking about getting headaches stemming from a gunshot. How the hell are you going to do a free cap on this? You know... It is. It, there are a lot of serious topics being hit. Uh, there are. So you better but play it right. But I feel like right. I summed them up. Okay. All right. So you ready to drop uh, it for us? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the free capo. Okay. Uh, uh. Poor Carly's dealing with a mess. She lost her child while trying IVF. Found out her man has a boy on the side. Said goodbye because the secret's as bad as a lie in her eyes. Shay apologized and Carly said peace. Shay said that Pooh trying to get at the cheeks. Akbar V trying to get up out the bed. She still got bullet fragments in her head. Said she needs help but don't want to seem weak. Took one to the head. She can never be weak. Erica had a surprise. Should I say two like buttons in the oven and nobody knew. Monique's confronted Scrap. She said get your BM in line or it's a wrap. Scrap ain't hearing that. Hit it with the classic line. It's not you, it's me. Trying to do this right thing for this co-parenting. Tierra so Monice is a ticking time bomb. On the real with Scraps games, I can't say she's wrong. Oh! Hey. All right, make me eat my words. Make eat me those eat my words. words. Eat those words. Because I was like, shit, how is she going to do this? That nah, was... no, it was a lot of, you know, it was a lot of um, real serious No, situations. yeah, that's why I was a little concerned about this free cap. I was like, yeah, she yeah, better yeah. act right. No, I had, to, I had to try to get it all in there yeah. tastefully. In respect for these tasteful. serious situations that are going down. <laughs> emotions, a lot of emotions flowing. They sure were. So some of the emotions that were flowing is, and you touched on it towards the end, is Tierra and Scrap. They had a whole conversation trying to... Get on track to be co-parents. Yeah, and they did go tit for tat a little bit because right. she's trying to call him out on his ways and he apologizes, but then he's like, well, you ended up getting married when I was locked up and I had to find out from someone else. It's really tricky for her to expect so much from him considering the fact that she had a whole marriage. Had that marriage not worked out, she'd be married right now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. And then, as you said, Tierra does bring up Moniz, but Scrap says it's a it's complicated. Not there's nothing really to be worried about that situation. And this is where I say ticking time bomb could be a real situation. Like Moniz is not going to be feeling that when she sees the episode. 
Yeah. So, Monique, I, I wonder how she felt. Like, well, looking back on it, like, she's tight. Like, well, you're having one conversation with me, and this is exactly what her issue is. Communication. If it's not that serious, just let me know that. Just let me know that off the bat. Don't have this conversation with your baby's mama and have me looking crazy in the streets. Yeah, and that's why she was crying, because she started crying because she said she felt duped, and she something about, like... I promised myself I wouldn't have feelings for somebody like this until I, I thought it was real. Yeah, she was on that Deborah Cox, how did you get here, but <laughs> you got there. <laughs> but speaking of co-parenting, it seems like Carly is not too open to co-parenting when she finds out that Mo has a kid with another woman. It's tricky. I feel like, you know what, Carly's a grown woman, and I honestly think that if the situ- circumstances were different, if this wasn't how his son was introduced, she would be all about it. But I think it's a bigger issue here. She's literally in the process of trying to give him a baby boy. And she, yeah. like, just recently tried to expedite that process when she realized that it could be challenging for them to make that happen. So now another woman just gave her husband-to-be what she was trying to give him. So yeah. that's, like, a that serious tough. emotional... Yeah, because also having, like, the miscarriage and then, yeah. That's, so that's a, a lot, lot to, to happen in. at once. But it's good that she had her girls that were there to not just be like, uh-uh, girl, later for him, that were there to, like, sort of, you know, speak some speak some truth and, yeah. like, give her some perspective. Because like, she was upset that he didn't tell her what was going on. And he said, like, I didn't want to bring this to you until it was 100% real because I'm getting a DNA test. Right. And the best is... But she said deuces. She chucked him to deuces. She said the truth, a secret's as bad as a lie in my book. Oh. There's a lot of great quotes. We need to start, like, a quote book of right. all VH1 shows. Yeah, we do. I'm very proud of our talent. They're very... <laughs> Scholastic. But one thing that I always tell people is the way that Carly found out that Mo was doing his thing is his phone was connected to a laptop, which was left at Carly's house. And she sees all the text messages. That's why I refuse to sync my phone to anything because I'm just like, you don't know what's going on with that. Careful. But it is what it is. But stemming from the Carly, we know that the whole Shay and Pooh drama comes into play, too. Shay does apologize. Yeah. It seems like she's receptive of it. But then Shay's also bringing up in this episode that Pooh was trying to get down with her with that double-ended dildo, which coincidentally had an earring attached to it. Missed that whole earring part. I didn't. I was like, okay, she's a lot of fun. So do we Well, think... that changes things. <laughs> Make a do note of think, this earring. Do we think that Pooh was trying to get down with Shay? Honestly, I feel like Pooh was like, I'm just joking unless you're going to do it. <laughs> for real no yeah cause you kinda just like toss it on the bed and I've never really seen a double ended dildo in person so that was very exciting for me to check out but Shay is just so interesting to me because you know she jokingly laughed she didn't in any way make it feel like girl I'm not with this and I have a- offended by you asking this but she was so quick to give up that tea when she was with everyone else which is why it makes her, I wouldn't, you know, she's just not to be trusted in my book because you just did the most on behalf of this woman, but was super quick to flip the script as soon as Carly let you back in her good graces. So I don't know. Do anything for clout? Yeah, no, true. But I have to give you props though, because I know I said we, we should have another podcast where we apologize. We're like, oh, sorry, we were wrong. Right. You were right saying how Shay's going to regret it because she's been saying, like, oh, I need to get a job, da da da. And she says it. She's like, I regret doing this because I realized that 
I'm delivering Pooh's message. Right. No, I'm in the middle of this now. Normally, I would like bask in the glory of you admitting how right I am, but I got that from the coming up. Yeah. I knew that that was a situation, but I was just felt like I had to bring it up because it's like, miss, in the last episode, you were literally talking about how important this is to you. Obviously not if you're going to bring this to your job. So it just sort of infuriated me that this was a situation that you have your first gig and immediately lose it over a petty beef because somebody hurt your feelings. Yeah. It's just weird. And then the person that you were doing this for, now you're talking about to the person. I don't It was just, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot with you, Shay. <laughs> You're going to have to prove yourself if you if you want to be a real true homegirl mm. in the circle. Oh, in the circle of trust. In the um, circle of trust. But one thing I was happy that you did touch on in your free cap is Akbar V talking about the fragments in her head mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Because I know it got pretty real when we saw the x-ray. Right. Because um, we heard her talk about it before, but it's another thing when you're actually seeing the fragments in someone's actual skull. And it just, you know... I. It just hurts me that she has any concerns about being weak, about needing help. There is nothing, nothing, memo to everyone out there and myself, there is nothing wrong with needing help. Yeah, I don't know why we're like that in today's it, society. We I just want to be like so strong and... It's so true. It, we want to do it, we want to do it... Everything ourselves. ourselves. I got it, I got it, I don't need help, uh, I'm independent, Meanwhile, I'm a boss, we're falling in the I'm middle of the street. Up. Right, meanwhile, busting we're busting our, our knees, we're grown women with band-aids <laughs> on our knee. We need help. And look, if somebody would have asked me if when that happened, are you okay? Do you need help? I'd be like, like oh, no, yeah, I got this. I'm good. I'm good. I'm fine. Fine. As I limp off to my son's school to head to his field trip. <laughs> <laughs> With blood dripping down your leg. No, there seriously was blood on my pants and I had to get a Band-Aid. At least anyway. they're red, your pants. I know. That worked out really nice. Good job. Color coded. <laughs> right. God knew. <laughs> so... Teasing in the next episode, we do see Akbar having a conversation with Moniz because they're chatting about their collaboration. And then I didn't really realize this, but apparently there's some drama between Akbar and Tokyo. Yeah, we get a taste. We We get get a a taste taste of it. And I never knew that it existed. Right, because I just like some of the things that Tokyo are saying just seem obvious. It does seem obvious from a perspective of you don't know really what Akbar V is going through. Yeah. Um, But. When we hear from Akbar V, we're like, oh, no, 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 no. Is is Tokyo throwing shade? Yeah. Is there, what's the underlying beef there that we don't know about yet? Yeah, because Tokyo did throw a little bit of a jab in this episode when she was talking to Moniz about things. What was the jab? Because Moniz was waiting for Akbar to to come to the studio to record a song Mm -hmm. and... Tokyo just said she doesn't have a good reputation. Oh, the reputation. best reputation. Yeah, she doesn't have the best reputation. But that's a, but I listen, like, oh? I didn't know. I didn't know that. I didn't realize that was a jab yet. Later I didn't either on, until I the, realized it was a jab teaser. because at the end of the day, our reputation is a reputation, and your reputation will precede you. So everyone in these streets, be careful how you move. That's not how you want people to think of you. Be careful how you move. So I just thought she was just talking real talk. Yeah, Keeping no. it a hundred like <laughs> we do. <laughs> Once I saw that teaser, I was like, uh-oh, there's yeah, something no, there. But speaking of, so there's going to be a couple's cabin trip. BK reveals that he has a ring for Sierra. Carly reveals to Kendra about a past hookup with Jock. Then Sierra confronts BK about flirting with Pooh on her birthday trip. And then Mo pops up at the cabin to surprise Carly. It's like this whole situation. But then the big one was when the couple's counseling session, Rashida... Reveals she had infidelities. And then that inspires Sierra to say, I did as well. And BK looks shook. 
So the next episode looks very promising and looks very free cap worthy. Right. It looks very promising for us, but it looks like they should have left that cabin alone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Did we see any glimpses of Scrap and Bam in that cabin? I don't know. Yeah. There's Bam a lot was that like, Bam was there. like, I'm not going back to that cabin. And she's like, no, I no, no. I was in a different situation last time. <laughs> I visited the cabin. <laughs> she's right. like, and now I got I a was whole on baby. The other side. She was on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so switching gears to T.I. and Tiny, Friends and Family Hustle. Toya and her sister, Beatty, settle their differences. Monica is looking for a new assistant. LaToya tries to keep the peace during her daughter's first photo shoot. And we meet Ryder. Hey, Ryder. Hey, Ryder. Welcome. What were your feelings on Ryder? So... Remember last week how I was like, oh, that's crazy. Yep. You don't talk to anyone like that about their hopes and dreams. That's why I'm setting you up right now. Right. So then this episode starts, and I'm nervous. I'm nervous about Ryder because I'm starting to feel tip. Like when he made that point about a classic going out of their way to be trendy, mm-hmm. right? And then you see her trying on the different wigs. And nah, nah. But then when you think about it, that is sort of who Tiny is, right? It yeah. doesn't seem like she was really going out of her way. And then when you hear the music... Oh, I did like that music, song. That was bomb. Yeah, you're like she's not. This isn't a song. It was. It didn't sound like she was trying to like chase trends. It uh-huh. sounded like she was making new music. It's a new vibe for her. It's a new vibe. Just period. She's not trying to do what everybody else is out here doing. So I love it. I'm really into it. I think it's creative. I think it's dope. I'm looking forward to seeing a lot more from Ryder. And I loved the burlesque reveal. Me too. Because I was. Thinking, oh, so you're going to debut a single, you know, amongst your friends, but how's this going to work? And then as I saw it play out, I thought, well, how do I get involved in this number? Because, you know, I got a little rhythm going on myself. Right, like yeah, that. you do, you do. Mm. And I loved it. I love the versatility of the women on stage as shades and bodies. Yeah, just And it everything. was just like a representation of all... Walks of life. All walks of life and sexuality has no shape or size. Yeah, no, I'm into it. I but loved it. And another layer to how Tip felt about the whole writer oh, layers. thing is uh, so many layers. We find out that it's an actually an alter ego that was created in the bedroom for him. Yes, and so then so maybe I that's really, why he wasn't that supportive. Right, and that's why it, it all came. It all made sense. A hundred percent, it, it made sense because I was like, okay, so if that was for you in the bedroom, and now all you know, we're talking about it on a he's freaking like, podcast. Rider, I know. Um, he's like, oh, great. Yeah, he's like, okay, this is great. Now my wife's is coming out. But I liked it. I'm here for it. No, no, I'm here for it. And I was with Tiny. He can Tip can get his own new little um, alter Alter ego. ego. I like that. You gotta switch it up on him sometimes. But it's interesting because Toya says that her alter ego is Mocha. Mocha. And then Monica says hers is Bands. Bands make her dance. She stretches. (laughs) She stretches like a rubber band. Long legs go a long way. Long legs go a long way. Didn't you talk about last week that you can do a split that way? I I can do a split um, the long way. I'm I'm very flexible in general, yeah. Is that so? What's your alter ego? You know what? I don't really have an alter ego. (laughs) I'm a Gemini, so basically, I am an alter ego. Okay, me too. You literally, you have to bring that vibe and flip. Flick that switch. Oh. Everybody can't. Have I done that to you yet or no? Emmanuel. <gasps> I'm talking about... <laughs> what kind of alter ego are we talking about? Wait. Because I thought I we thought were talking, talking about, about... Oh, you're oh. talking about sexual? Yeah. 
I yeah. thought you meant in general. No, I was talking about uh. what the ladies on the show was talking about. No, but in general, in life. My bad. Sorry. Let, let me tell you, I don't have an alter ego, but let me tell you about this mind funk that I live with, right? There are two sides of me. <laughs> I accidentally I just hit on you. I can't even process that. Right. And I'm like, what you doing after the show? What's that? I didn't even know. I'm so I mean, sorry. I didn't even know. Anyway. <laughs> she thought she had me all figured out. Oh, my God. Here right. we go again. Just when you thought you knew. Right? <laughs> all right. Back to you talking about no, yourself. No, no. All right. There's two sides. So I have this one side that is like super cocky, super confident, almost like where when people talk to me, it's like in my head, like <laughs> they have no idea who, who the fuck they're talking to right now. That's so cute. <laughs> One day they'll realize and they're going to feel crazy. And it, you don't even have to do anything disrespectful for me to think that. I'm just like, oh, this is cute. This person has no idea who I am yet. And then oh, the other yeah. side, yeah, then the other side of me is extremely insecure and just wants to like Be hide under a rock. Yeah, and just not talk to people at all. Oh. Which would shock people. Does it depend on the setting or what's up? No, it's, I, I don't. It just it, depends on the are, dynamic. These are the two sides of me. I am just like a walking contradiction. And it's like a, a sort of like a constant battle between the two. Can you imagine that? Yeah, that's hard. It's it's crazy, a but it's bipolar. fun. It's a ride. <laughs> <laughs> we never know what to expect from you. Right, right, right. Well, you, you, you always get the same thing. Yeah. Which is the um, result of the quarrel between... The super cocky and the super insecure. Okay. Would you? Oh and that's me. That's what, that's what you're getting when you talk to me. You're so deep. Oh. <laughs> I, miss, I, I thought I had you all figured out. But okay, we're learning so I know. I'm so thankful for this about each other. podcast. Right. <laughs> um, it's and like that, therapy. <laughs> <laughs> so I know Latoya brings... Uh, Wait. What? You, were you going to tell me about your alter ego? Oh, my alter ego. I don't really... I think I'm just like this all the time. Yeah. Because I'm pretty like this with uh, much uh, this personality with my family, my friends, at work. Yeah. So I'm pretty much what you see is what you get. Now, obviously, when I do get mad, I give warnings. I'm just like, I'm about to flip out. Right. And then people are like, well, calm down. I'm like, I am calm down right now. I'm just letting you know What's I'm about, about to flip to, out. Yeah, yeah. So let's figure this out. <laughs> right. And then they, they're they so focused on the warning. I'm like, this is like literally a disclaimer. You know, whenever you read a disclaimer, right. you're like, okay, I feel warned. Yeah. That's what, and I know sometimes I'm very impatient and I know that about myself and I, I can't handle it. I do my best. Right. But I'm just like, I'm about to flip out. Right. So this is me like giving up the power. I'm like, you need to figure this out because the I've warning is fair. I feel like your personality is just so popping and light and just cool Aww. that people will want to see what happens if I flip if out. they make it. Pa- yeah, I punch. So things. they're like, they're gonna be like, wait, what? I punch things. People. No, 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 no. I never punch a person, but I punch like and the objects. nose. I know I got like <laughs> chicken, chicken tender arms, but like. You know, I got thick thighs, and I'm just, bam! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do a hardcore punch. Okay. <laughs> All right, so anyways, we lost our complete train of thought with this alter ego situation. Right. But this episode does end on a very somber note when yeah. T.I.'s sister, Precious, passes away from an accident. Hearts go out to everybody because it's always tough having a death in the family, but especially when it's unexpected, like, that's just really, really, really hard to deal with. Yeah, it's really, really, really hard to deal with. And, you know, I really felt them on this. I actually lost an uncle this week. 
Oh, you did? I did. I did not know that. I'm sorry. I know, because I'm over here, like, keeping it real light and cute, but it's really hard to, like, deal with and talk about. I just learned about it yesterday. Oh, my God, I'm sorry. And I haven't figured out how I'm going to call my cousins and what I'm going to say to them. I like one of the first things I did when I found out was just called my father and told him I loved him. But the sad Is part your dad's about brother? it, no, he's my my mom's sister's husband. Okay. But he's like you know a really big part of our family, you know. And I just had to call my dad and just tell him that I loved him, you know, because you know they're from that generation. And I'm just like you know you have to really value and appreciate life. The sad part for me, this was like a total shock, right? A car, mm. an accident. You don't really, you can't predict it. My uncle recently had heart surgery, mm. but I was just sort of like, Uncle Stanley's going to be okay. Yeah, because he's getting surgery to fix whatever was right. going on. So, you know, I'm wishing that I would have been more present when things were going wrong. Okay. So that's just a tricky situation. But when you have something like this, it's like, what? Yeah, it really hits close to home. And I didn't expect this too for the episode to end on that somber note. Me neither. And yeah. I, I definitely teared up because I remember when it was actually happening in real time. It, it was just like a lot to process. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you're always wishing for the best, of course, because like you said, it's very unpredictable. So mm-hmm. but um but before we chat about Drag Race, Lejeune, let the people know again how can they get their chat on. You already know. You got to hit that hashtag, hashtag VH100podcast. Get familiar. Beautiful. So on a lighter note, last week on Drag Race, one maybe not on a light note for Plastique Tierra because we did say goodbye. She unfortunately got eliminated. But Plastique Tierra has a hardcore fan base. So we have to do, don't read the comments. Yes. Because people had some reactions. And somehow Silky Nutmeg Ganache is still getting dragged and dragged into all this drama. So on Instagram from our Drag Race official Instagram account, at JoshDXNeal said, y'all really done messed up still having Silky in the show, but Plastique out, S-M-H. Mm. And... There really is a couple more comments and tweets against Silky. And just really what quick. What you got? What you got? Some yeah. good ones. I, Look for the juicy ones. <laughs> well, I just want to say really quick for, about Silky, though, because I have met Silky myself. And yes, Silky has a loud personality. I feel like you and I do as well. Mm-hmm. But ge- Silky is genuinely a nice person. So, yes, us people that have like an outgoing personality, we do have annoying tendencies, and that happens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But we're not for line, everyone. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're <laughs> as I get a dirty look from Ronnie over there. Right. First of all, I'm always screaming. But um, Bianca Del Rio actually comes to Silky's defense on Twitter, saying to all the haters, "Let's be real. If Silky wasn't on this season, y'all would be calling it boring. Let the bitch live her life." I roll emoji. Which was then retweeted by Vanjie and Brooklyn Heights. Mm. So, you know, people are just showing some support for The tweet has legs. The tweet has legs and movement. Because Silky is catching a lot of heat because of of a personality thing. And and obviously they're criticizing some of her drag looks. But getting back to Plastique, Brooklyn Heights tweeted that Plastique was one of the best things out of this experience for me. And getting... Plastique as a friend. Mm -hmm. And in case people don't know, when Brooklyn was in the bottom two the previous week, 
it actually Plessy gave her one of the wigs yeah, for yeah. that killer runway look. So there is definitely a friendship there. But Vanjie, who is the one that sent Plastique home from the lip sync, mm-hmm. said, Perfection head to toe, that is Plastique Tierra. When we had to work together, was was I scared for the both of us? Yes. But I'm happy we got the opportunity to have that one-on-one that we ended up getting. I love you. And what you have is God-given. You are a star. And then wrapping it up, Plastique does say, P.S., Nobody deserves to be hated. We can all take this as a learning experience and grow as people. Also, real talk. She announced a new single called Irresistible, so that's great timing. That's right. You know, people love to hate, so as long as they're talking and you drop that single while they're doing that, you're in a good place. That's yeah. what I say. So You're in a good place. We adore you, Plastic. Yes, we do. <laughs> so this week on Drag Race, we have guest judges Gina Rodriguez and Catherine Langford. The challenge, the queens perform in teams and must razzle and dazzle in their very own magic show. Cute. I always like these challenges because it's very intriguing and creative to me when they come up with these challenges. Because right. sometimes I'm just like, how the hell did they come up with this? Right. I'm into it. Me too. So June. Wait, before we move on, oh. are you going, when are we going to do our, our Drag Race um, date? So whenever you want it, every Thursday. Well, not this week because you know I'm out to LA. That's but... why I asked you because you you oh, booked um, and busy. I know. I was talking so to let the girl me know was... your avails. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll offline. I'll have my people call your people and we will go from there. Right. Okay. But I definitely want you to experience that because it is fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. So June, what would you like to dedicate today's show to? See, I had a dedication, but I changed it after our conversation here today. Ooh. Do you have any idea what, I, what I'm dedicating the show to? The double-ended dildo. No, the earring. On the double-ended dildo. On the double-ended dildo. <laughs> because, bitches, details are everything. I don't it's know why all, I, I peeped out so quick. It's all about the details. But Honey. I'm just like, what? What is the point of that additional earring on the double end? And dildo? I'm like, but did she buy it like that, or did she feel like, let me just throw this earring on for a little added pleasure and, and pizzazz? Okay, right. so this show is dedicated to the earring on the double ended dildo from Love and Hip Hop. Yes, it is. <laughs> so that's a wrap on episode four of VH100. Please make sure to subscribe, comment on iTunes, and remember, spread the word, not hate. That's right. And of course, be sure to follow that official Instagram page for at Love and Hip Hop, at VH1, and Black at Black Ink Group. And Lejeune, you forgot at Easy Manoli, Easy M A N O L I. Real talk, I also forgot at I am Lejeune. That's I am L A, June, like the month. <laughs> so Cute. make sure you're listening to us and keep it 100. 100. Hey, America, Christopher Hahn here, the Aggressive Progressive Podcast. What is with the president and the right wing echo chamber encouraging these astroturf protests? against stay-at-home orders around the country. It's ridiculous, and it needs to stop. Check out the Aggressive Progressive Podcast wherever you download podcasts.